3: Oh, well, you're like, you're bloody out of time, aren't
1: you? I genuinely nearly missed my, my hands, hand. so that was I know, you start. went like
3: that. This one came in the back.
1: <laughs> that wasn't an accident. <laughs> With your big hands.
3: <laughs> I, think, oh, I think
1: I've got no, little yeah, hands. Yeah, you have got little hands. Oh, I've got all really right.
3: little hands. I've got baby well, let's hands. Not,
1: <laughs> let's not make me feel self-conscious about my hands, you know. It's, it's not necessary, is it? We've just, we've just small met. Small
3: hands, <laughs> small feet.
1: Small feet, my feet aren't. I used to have. Oh, I'll tell you what, when I was a fat, like, teenager, <laughs> I had massive feet. They genuinely what? shrank when I got older. I swear to yeah. God, when I lost weight, my feet shrank. It was amazing. Why, what? So, like, size my feet. They? I'm pretty sure at one point, as a teenager, I was wearing, like, size nine, so I probably looked like a clown. And <laughs> even now, I'm, like, like, what, 15 years later? I'm size eight, I think.
3: They, sh- they were fat. <laughs> fat. Feet. I was.
2: I had exactly. size six feet when I was about 11, because I was and a now bit size large. Six. Yeah, because you look. Oh, like Oh, yeah, you were, st- wouldn't chunk.
1: you? I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah,
3: she was yeah like, when I was chunky. She had the proper chunk. Look, we're matching today, Amy. Yeah. yeah. Your hair, oh, my no. jumper.
1: I feel so oh. left out. I should have worn pink.
3: You should have worn pink.
1: It's the first time I've seen the pink hair. Isn't
3: so, it? Yeah. Amy's growing it oh, into a bowl shape. Oh. She's going for the bowl cut. Bowl.
1: Yeah, I don't know whether you're still trying to be cool or whether this—I don't. It's
2: know. not my decision. It's Nicole who cuts my hair. All oh, right. She's sick of yeah. you giving me the same haircut. You have no
1: say in what no. someone does with your hair. She's—I
2: seems... she's trust like a her bell. judgment, <laughs> and I don't mind having a change. I've had this haircut for—it's got to be getting on for twenty years. You
3: ch- You trust Nicole's judgment? <laughs> <laughs> okay. In hair. <laughs> okay. I can't
1: comment because I've literally had this forever, and yeah, then but... once I let it grow out a bit, and I was like, nah.
3: Do you know what I've seen recently, um, and I see it on Instagram now all the time because I looked at it once, there's like guys having um, their beards, they're having like hair put on it, on their head, but it's like stuck on their face, and then they have hair put on, and then they like shape it to look like a have like it's just the weirdest thing I've ever seen. It's
1: the proudest moment when I grew a beard the first time. I was like, yes. <laughs> um, yeah, I was going to
3: ask, what does, the, like, why is it such a big deal?
1: Well, it's not, because I didn't even realise I had a beard. I just, like, I just always kind of had this weird stubbly thing, but I didn't consider it to be a beard. And genuinely, the, one of the first, the first week when I was in police training, um, we was having this discussion about, oh like what's a beard and like the person was going around going you know that's a beard and I was like oh I've got I just thought it was stubble but okay I've got beards so it really is like just did laziness. anyone
2: point to random stuff and say that's a beard that's <laughs> no just pointed
1: at bearded people the girl that he pointed at was a bit offended but, uh, I, didn't <laughs> I
3: was gonna say Amy's got a massive beard
1: I it's, have. It's, a must- it's just a moustache day. It looks like she's trimmed it. She um, has.
3: She especially yeah. for you, Leon. I'm really, but, I'm really honoured. You're really honoured, right, Amy, yeah. Are you gonna enjoy? Uh, I think. Enjoy? Yeah. Are you gonna yeah. introduce Soon. your uh, the person sitting <laughs> next to you, the person on our podcast
2: today? Seeing <laughs> as it's Remembrance Sunday today, yeah, the day that the podcast is getting released. Which is not today, but you know, Brilliant. we thought that we'd get a decorated hero yeah. on the podcast, not war hero, not war,
3: but he's a but service a, hero. He's and a he's service
2: a hero, public hero. Oh, you guys, yeah,
3: he's <laughs> our hero.
2: He's our well, he's not my. So <laughs> this is going to be really hard because me and, and Leon's relationship is basically just being really horrible to each other. Yep. Okay, but obviously he's a hero and he's done amazing things, so I can't. <laughs> be horrible to him on this podcast.
1: Yeah, but I I've a, got to say nice things. I have things a persona that's... I'm supposed to now uphold. And, exactly. And, and I just want to call you a dickhead.
3: <laughs> he's dickhead. like yeah, he's well, like a superhero, so he can call you a dickhead.
1: Oh, well, yeah, not it's... a superhero. You are. Well, you are a hero. I think you are.
3: When I so, heard the story and when like Amy talks about you, when I look at your you know, your story, I think you are. I think you are. I definitely think you are. You are. are. And it doesn't, ma- it doesn't matter what everybody's interpretation of it is. I think it's like a, a human doing something like that is quite incredible. So just you take guys. it and shut up.
1: Okay. Yeah. Sir, <laughs> <laughs> sure, sorry.
3: Yeah, there we go. Sorry. So, so this name. is
2: Leon. Hello. Hello. McLeod. Say it properly. McLeod. Right,
1: thank you. <laughs> Leon
2: McLeod, decorated... Hero police officer.
1: Did you say that because you forgot what it is? <laughs> yes, yeah, she
2: has. De- <laughs> definitely police officer. The, uh, like, uh,
1: absolutely uh, read through that. <laughs> yeah. like, um...
2: I've, he's just been known as the copper.
1: That's true. Since
2: I've known you, you've just been the copper. Pretty much.
1: That was when you have been polite as well.
2: I've, I have got another police friend now, but I've never really had any police friends. I know, yeah, I've we've always got another been too one. Cool.
3: So, Leon, oh. can you just introduce Hello. yourself because it's fucking painful, <laughs> looking, like waiting for Amy.
1: Hello, my name is Leon McLeod, and I'm a policeman, and I have a medal, which is um, the Queen's Gallantry Medal, from from the Queen. Um, did you um, meet the Queen? I did. Uh, it was two years ago now. In October, I was um, honoured for my response in a, like in a terror attack is kind of the short way of summing it up. You're about was, um... the
3: same size as the Queen, aren't you?
1: No, no, <laughs> right. That picture is deceptive because she was stood <laughs> on quite a big box. Amy is probably, yeah, I don't, know, I don't know. She might tower over you a little bit.
2: Oh, Especially off. if she's,
1: she was on a box though. So that, don't she... let the picture deceive you. Yeah, She was on a box. I was on the ground. And yeah, it was pretty cool.
3: So come on then. Are you yeah. are you happy to talk about um what happened?
1: Yeah, I, yeah? I'm I'm quite open to discuss like anything really.
2: Oh wow, okay. Talk about it now, can't you? Because when you you've been on Scrooby's Pips podcast, Leon's yes. basic aim in life is to get on all of the distraction pieces network, the network podcasts. It's going yes. well so far. Because <laughs> I first heard about him on Scrooby's Pips podcast where you were talking about what happened, but it was all going, it was the time that it was all going through the courts, wasn't that it? So was, you couldn't really say yeah, that So much. that
1: was um, a couple of months before the inquest, I right. think. So I knew like, to be fair, um, like I spoke to the sort of, um, the departments that look after our professional standards and kind of just to, but it was really weird because I'm trying to ascertain what like I shouldn't, shouldn't, shouldn't talk about. Obviously there's stuff that I know, I'm not stupid, so I'm not going to be like, oh yeah, this happened and that happened. But, um, it was a bit of a weird one for everybody involved because it's not something that kind of happens everyday and no yeah i was trying to ascertain what I'm, i kind of should and shouldn't talk about and it was a bit like uh well just don't say stuff that's not already in public basically. yeah exactly
3: <laughs> and, I, and um, I guess but yeah no like yeah you're not happy you're like cuz you're you were in that situation so mm. i think you can get triggered can't you by kind of reliving it all the time the weird
1: thing is I think because like with my colleagues especially like I was probably like relaying it um especially like the week or so after I was probably relaying what happened so often it it, like become automatic like it was it wasn't even a I don't know I wasn't even thinking about what I was saying by the end it was just like just reeling off what it was um and in some ways I think that's quite a good thing because it meant like I could just compute it all and yeah. like compart yeah. the oh, I got that completely wrong. I tried to <laughs> oh say a long god. word. Oh god. I'm gonna
2: soundbite
3: that and
1: just like it it yeah. do it again. Go <laughs> say it again. Go on, try it again. I, can't, Go I on. can't even I can't. Um but yeah, it it just it just <laughs> I got it all all boxed up in my little brain and um, and I think that was quite good and like I've not really had um too many triggering moments okay. and, and certainly when you it have it's not been from talking about it anyways yeah just been from like other stuff going on so mm-hmm.
3: yeah <laughs> come on then give us the full story that so, yeah. the, the so floor what, is, what yours. is your
2: actual oh job start with what your job is i
1: guess i'm a police up. officer <laughs> for the british transport police so now i work on a response post in southwest london which is quite cool um get to go around in a car with driving quickly with blue lights and sirens on so that's like do you do that when you want to go
3: and get breakfast
1: <laughs> no i can honestly say i've never done it when i want yeah, to get yeah. breakfast <laughs> but right, the guy Leon. on the course it was great when we was doing it he was really honest he was like like this is why you join a job in it i was like i guess so really like and to do good things but like yeah it's well fun getting to just like smash it around london safely of course um <laughs> but it is it's really i really enjoy it so yeah um at the time of the uh, terror attack, I was a PT, like on a hub location, which was London Bridge Station. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, so I was there for like, I've been in the job for five and a bit years now. And yes, yeah, I'm still in, still just a little. So little how long had you
2: been there when it happened? When How long ago was it? for? So
1: three years? Three ago, years um, ago. Yeah, yeah, 2017. Um, I had been in for about over a year and a half. Okay. Oh wow. So I was so you still were in my quite... probation. Yeah,
3: you were new then.
1: Yeah, yeah, I was still all, still all shiny and, and fresh, um, cool. and naive to the world. But uh, yeah, it was quite early on, I guess. Yeah. God.
4: Yeah. And and so when what... you
3: were so when you've done your training and you get you get you go to your hub, what's yeah. your kind of day to day stuff? Is it just responding to situations yeah, so with somebody? Like
1: Being in a British Transport Police and being on a hub, I mean, it's just like, you're just, that was like completely not in a vehicle or anything. That is just basically policing London Bridge train station and like the surrounding area because clearly stuff goes on slightly off my jurisdiction. I'm not going to go, well, I can't do that. Yeah. So so that's kind of it. You're just there. I guess a lot of it is about like public reassurance and deterring crime as well. It's like, it sounds a bit cheesy saying it, but I guess it's true. Like if, Generally, if police officers are standing somewhere, you're probably not going to do something bad. No. doesn't always work out that way. But yeah, that's kind of the logic behind hubs. And it's just because it's, you know, there's, there's in, in sort of BTP London, there's hubs at sort of all the big mainline stations like mm. Waterloo and Victoria and places like that. Um And it's just, yeah, because that's where you get that during the week. You get so many people, you get millions of people travelling through um, and... Yeah, Have you always
3: wanted to be a police officer, or a transport police officer?
1: I think, I think so. Um, it's really weird. Like I hadn't. I, uh, if I'm being really honest, like when I was young, I didn't know particularly what I wanted to do. Um, so I sort of done my GCSEs and I was doing my A levels, and it was when I was doing that that like, I first thought, like, I'd quite like to be a police officer. So I had. Like, I'd always grown up like on the outskirts of South London, so I'd applied for the Met and didn't get in, and I <gasps> How think, dare they? No, I think it was... Uh, honestly, I think it was a really good thing. If I got in at 18, I would have been, like, really institutionalised, yeah. and really just... I just think I would have been an arsehole. Like, there was no better way of putting it. Um, And that's not to say looking this... looking
3: at you like you're an arsehole now. <laughs> <laughs> I can see her face.
0: That's what you think. That's, right that's, my that's, that's, so
1: that's um, like, just... She's just adoring me, because I'm amazing. Yeah. But, nah. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> <laughs> but, like, yeah, so I wanted to join, but I didn't get in, and I think that's quite good. And I don't think... That, I think, don't get me wrong, I think there's plenty of 18-year-olds that join and have the right mentality for it, but I just would have been... It does seem yeah. I just never would have switched. It
3: does seem yeah. Doesn't it, to do it, that yeah,
1: job? <sighs> Believe does. me, like, I've worked with young people, and some, like, it's what you kind of learn in life anyway, isn't it? Like, yeah. some people, by the time they're sort of 15, have probably been through things that 30-year-olds yeah, haven't yeah, even yeah, got yeah. a clue yeah. on. So so um, I don't, I don't think it's too young, like... people there was I think the youngest person in my intake she was 18 um I was really good mates with like a 21 year old and they are really good coppers so I don't really think it's too young but I think think it it would have been too young for me yeah exactly I think I would have been just I just think it would have been too young for me because I wouldn't have understood discretion or anything like that and I don't think I would have ever really been off duty I would have been just like no I've seen something wrong and have to get involved which is true to a certain extent but you know pick your battles and all that
3: yeah and I, and I think it's quite different now isn't it to be a young person and, and go into the police force as opposed to like maybe 10 15 years ago because everything yeah. is like you know everything is photographed everything is videoed everything is Definitely, there's so many yeah. different uh, forms of communication now, <laughs> I've, been, I've which, been on the
1: internet far more times than What's publicly known just because, really? yeah, when dealing with stuff, like you there's do, always yeah. these days, everyone's got a mobile phone, yeah. And genuinely, even when you are not, you know, not even in sort of a roll around or dealing with anything that's conflict based, there'll be someone that wants to just film. And uh, like yeah. the truth is, I, I don't really care, like, no. I'm not, I know I'm not an idiot and I'm not gonna do anything stupid. So, yeah. if someone wants to stand there with a film, someone's gonna get in the way, and it's, um, it's
3: misinterpretation, I don't care. isn't it? Because they'll, they'll. Like, you know, actually, when you look at the story sometimes and the real truth comes out and they've only taken, like, 10 seconds mm. or something and then you've watched yeah. the, you know, 30 seconds before, it's like, yep. well, hello, like, that's the full story. But oh, it's, it's used it to rile you up, time. I think. It's yeah, used to it, get the public just, to, to behind something. I'm just
1: used to it now. you yeah. used to... It. It's, it's, just, it's really weird, I guess, that, like... Some people seem so anti-police, and I just—I don't know—I don't, I don't take it personally at no. all. I just got no. just gotta get on with it. And like, say, I trust myself not to be doing anything I shouldn't be doing. Yeah. So I don't really care what's yeah. going on, really.
3: Yeah. <laughs> so, have you saved any? Um, have you saved any cats or animals?
1: <laughs> I'm not a firefighter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, we've had calls. Like, I've had calls to dogs on on trains and stuff. That's happened quite a lot. But I personally haven't then have gone and been a dog anything. rescuer.
3: I said, Have you killed any animals in your car, police car? Oh I don't, See? I mean,
1: my hesitation means that right. You have. Right, this is not a proud <laughs> thing. But and I wasn't even I was I think I was literally going to somewhere to, no, no no no, right. I was going somewhere to take a state a statement. Um I wasn't he- speeding, shop, I wasn't doing you? anything like that. And a squirrel. Oh. I'm no it was a squirrel which is arguably worse like and i know it's going to make people probably hate me now be like oh who's this but it like was in the middle of the road i don't know what he was doing and i was like well i can't i can't go anywhere so i was thinking well if i just go straight he'll go straight yeah. down the middle
3: yeah
1: and no. and he moved and yeah. i oh, it was,
3: couldn't move that's
1: it not the worst it was horrible theme. and I, I know but like i remember it was an early turn i was feeling maybe i was just tired but i wasn't feeling great And then that happened and it was just like, oh, I feel like shit. Yeah, it wasn't, it was not a proud moment. And um, yeah, it was was a sad day. That was a sad day for me at work. And I went back and I told people and they sort of found it funny. I was like, no, it's not (laughs) Yeah, I would
3: find it funny.
1: It wasn't funny. Like I say I was just in one of those like sensitive moods anyway. I was like, oh "Oh, man, that is not what I needed today. you've got a
3: sensitive side then, have you? Of course I
1: do. Yeah, I'm, I'm a friendly policeman who. Has a so sense come on style. then,
3: let's down get down to the nitty gritty.
1: Uh oh.
3: How Uh-oh. did you get your coins um, medal?
1: So um, I, I'll kind of summarise it because I can't go into everything because we've just been talking for ages. But um, so third of June 2017, I was on a night shift. Um, I'd started at nine o'clock at night and, yeah, was just waiting for my colleague basically to get kitted up because we were paired together again and whatnot. Um, so I remember oh, it was like Champions League final night. I'm just, yeah, it was, it was just a normal night. It was yeah. just all normal and everything's fine. So um, it got to, like, about ten o'clock and we just left, um, like left the station just to kind of do a little foot patrol and just, I don't know, reassurance and all that sort of thing and just just kind of get a a general feel for how the night is um and literally just as we um like left left the yard um there was a noise and like even now i can't particularly remember what it was but it like drew our attention and we're looking down sort of the end of the street um towards where london bridge is um i didn't see anything untoward and didn't really think anything of it. So I was kind of happy to just carry on walking in the opposite directions, to be brutally honest. But um my colleague Wayne was like, Oh, there's a fight. So we just ran to the end of the street, which is only what, like fifty yards. Um and I just vaguely remember someone coming up to us and with hindsight I think this is Charlie, who was also um awarded a medal. Um I'm sh- I, with hindsight, I think it was him who came up to us and was saying something about oh, like I remember someone saying oh they've gone that way or something like that. So I'm still just thinking, okay, it's a fight, like All right. Um So we crossed over the street and we we're kind of under this little archway bit, and someone then come and approached us and said someone's been stabbed. So like, okay, like you t- that's that's not like a panic mode yeah. thing. That's just. Yeah. It's not that it's a nice thing to happen, but, like, when there's football and it's a Saturday night and... Yeah.
3: Like, You're always on for Yeah, stuff for can alert. happen.
1: Stuff yeah. can happen, exactly. Um, so, go over and was kind of doing just some basic first aid things. And I remember we requested an ambulance and I couldn't have been with this guy for, like, more than 10, 15 seconds. When I heard, like, a load of noise to my right-hand side and I looked over and... It was like a almost like a group, but it looked like someone was kind of it looked like my colleague was trying to break up a fight, yeah, and someone was trying to just push him and have a go at him as well, so just ran up to where he was um, and just as I got to him, I noticed he had his baton out uh so this like Wayne Wayne and me were on the same intake. we'd both been yeah. at exactly the same amount of time I knew him quite well um, I know he's not the kind of person that would be drawing kit for no reason like he's not he's not just um he's not an idiot shall we say yeah so I just done the same thing and then looked up and there's somebody standing there with a knife like oh okay this is weird um so it felt like we had a standoff like in my head at, and like when I gave my first account and stuff it felt like we were there for for ages um like I've seen a CCTV since mm-hmm. and I know it was only about five seconds yeah. like we just wow. had the standoff God. and then um and it was only like one person i remember because i proper just like had tunnel vision so there was only one one of the attackers that i could properly like remember um and he walked he sort of come towards us and we stepped back into the road and then they basically ran off um which again it's, it's weird it's little things like with hindsight it's weird that they didn't like go for us because my colleague had already been injured by that point
4: okay.
1: um and there was only the two of us there so
2: Flipping
1: out. yeah how I, many
2: I, of them were there was there three of them? there was three attackers yeah. yeah
1: um like I say at the time I, I remembered one and for some it's like it's really weird it's really weird to explain but like I knew there were other people with him but like because I think they were behind him I just didn't yeah it, yeah. it, it, it proper just like you just zone out and focus on that, yeah. that one thing Um, and like I say, when they ran away, it is like that thing where your vision comes back completely, and that was when, um, I became aware of like casualties on the floor. Yeah, and I guess the penny starts dropping. The case is quite serious, and I could like without going into any detail, um, I could tell they were seriously injured. Yeah, so fuck it out was radioing for assistance and whatnot. Um. I think I was requesting more ambulances. Um, and then, I've, uh, again, from seeing the CCTV, I know people, other people and other members of the public and um, where we work, CID had heard like, us on the radio, so they had come out. So they were kind of assisting with like the immediate first aid on, yeah. on some of the casualties there. And I just sort of thought, well, I need to... Again, we, we're, from what we're trained in, with like marauding, knife attacks yeah. and things like that, we're trained to kind of if you can't engage and you can't do anything, then you need to try and keep eyes on and uh, be at least able to report what's going on report where they are Mm. for people better equipped to deal with that. So that was what I went and done. So I I sort of headed towards where I know they'd gone. And again, like, it's still only like a matter of seconds. It's all, it's crazy how much happened in such a small, like amount of time. Um, and at that stage, I realised my my colleague was injured because he sort of hobbled back towards me. Um, so again, was on the radio, yeah. got him to sit down, and yeah, we kind of. It was it was really it was it was difficult. Like there was a, again there was a CID officer that come out, and I got him to wait with um with my colleague, and I was just like I need to go and see where where they've gone basically, and like. Credit to my colleague as well. He's like, yeah, you, you need to go. You then.
3: need to go, yeah.
1: Um, and so yeah, that was kind of. What so did you go I'd on your done. own? Well, yeah, I mean.
3: Fuck
2: <laughs> 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 didn't.
1: Well, I didn't really have much of a choice. It wasn't that you're. It's, it was like it's It sounds stupid. It was so autopilot. Yeah. like Don't get me wrong. I think if in the cold, hard light of day, if you sat there and you, you don't
3: think, think about, about it, it, you'd be like.
1: Okay, maybe that's not sensible, but it, it was genuinely, it was just but, like, okay, but you're, tra- I'm, I'm just, but you're like, trained,
3: so it's like you have yeah. a very different like your training is your weapon, yeah, you know, in, in a sense. But for, for me and Amy, we're, we're not, you know, we we wouldn't, I mean, like, you know, on a human level, you'd want to help, mm. but on a you know, realistic level, you'd go, Well,
1: I'll, I think I'll walk away. The thing is, I think a lot, like, I think get wrong, a lot of people were doing like amazing things that night, there was yeah. loads of people who despite all this going on we're trying to like help each other we're trying to administer first aid there's there was um somebody who works in one of the bars near there who was following yeah. them for ages and then was throwing chairs to try and draw them wow. away from other people so like a lot of people done you know it wasn't just myself and Wayne and Charlie no. and Ignacio like there was so many people that done incredible things who probably haven't been recognized and <laughs>
3: But I think you, yeah. were, you were on the scene first, so I think you're... you're <laughs> Acc- I guess, accidentally. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you were, and that's just fact, is it? But shall I tell you yeah. the really strange thing about this one? Is I know one, I knew one of them. Okay. Oh, really? Yeah, because um, I worked for a... Um, I worked for Newham Council. Yeah. So one of them was actually registered to look for work, and had been for many years. Right. And so it's a really like when we when we heard and he was he was registered in the office that I managed, and when we heard it was him, it mm. was a massive shock. And I'm not going to say which one it is, but it okay. was a huge, huge shock. I'll tell yeah. you afterwards. But um, no, that's all right. Yeah, it was. No, it it's... was massive. Yeah.
1: yeah, I can imagine. Like I, uh, I think. <sighs> Although, you know, like terror attacks and especially because of the ease of getting hold of a knife and doing the things that yeah. people are doing these days, um, there's a lot I think that gets kind of stifled as well yeah. that we wouldn't even know about. It never happens and things are dealt with. Um, like I think, I, I don't know which ones were known to sort of the services and stuff, but yeah. if if you kind of... It, it's never going to be kind of a, well, you're expecting it to happen. Because if you expect it to happen, yeah. then they're going to get stopped. He so. was
3: put, one of the one that I know was put forward mm. for a London City Airport job. Really? Yeah. And yeah, passed it's... all the checks and passed all the training.
1: That's so what I mean. It, so... it, it's,
3: it's, that's why I find it quite incredible, to be honest.
1: I think I think hindsight's like a, a big thing with these kind of things as well. So it's easy to kind of look back and go, totally. Oh, well. This person was known, or that person was known, but like I, I know, yeah, I, I know stuff about them as yeah, well, and, yeah. and like it's yeah, I, I don't, so, I don't, I sort of can't, I don't blame anyone that that is that it, that it managed to happen because I don't think there's any kind oh of oh god no yeah. but, but
3: but then there's 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 a lot of people that are known for many different reasons that, exactly yeah that we me and Amy wouldn't know about you know there's yeah. people in our community that we wouldn't know about but there mm. are and there's you know, that for very, you know, for, for lots of different reasons, and that's yeah, that's okay. the reason why, you know, you guys exist, and I guess, you know, Intel exists. Exists. And mm. People are known yeah, to the establishment.
2: Yeah. There's lots if that go goes say, on behind
1: closed doors. Yeah, I've got okay? loads.
3: Yeah. So what
2: happened, then when you went off after him?
1: So. <laughs> See that was when that was.
3: flapping in the back. <laughs>
1: no, I remember I threw my hat off because I was still wearing my hat. I'm like, right, this is not this is not hat time. Um Did
3: you have your truncheon what out? next? That what it's called.
1: Oh, that sounds a bit weird. <laughs> like, oh god, that sounds I'm trying weird. to I'm trying to make I'm trying to make light of a sit yeah. But um no, that it's really it weird. Like, like that, I God. know what you meant. It's all right. Um, she did. <laughs> I've gone mad. So the next bit was this. Th- this was the bit where like the penny dropped, and I remember thinking, okay, this is a bit too random to be just a fight or yeah. something like that. And I remember, I can't remember what I said on the radio, but I said like, I think this is like really really serious. Um, without saying, I think it's a terrorist attack or anything like that. Yeah. Because um, I would, as I was like following them down towards well Borough Market, um, it was loads of people coming up to me and stopping me, and they were like, "Oh, this person's been stabbed, and that person's been stabbed." And it's like, "Okay, this is like, yeah, yeah, this is just ongoing. It's not, it's not sort of aimed at anyone in particular, basically." Um, so I remember as I was doing that, there was more police arriving because obviously given what you know god knows how many people would have rang 999 so it was a a really it was a really quick response um i remember flagging down a a car and i just explained what what i what i knew um because that they were met officers and it's just like our radios aren't on the same channel
4: yeah
1: so it's so they know what just knew knew what i knew and yeah and and i i think yeah, from a police perspective, I was the last person to have eyes on. So, um,
3: were you running at the time whilst you were?
1: No, it was only, uh, no, it was only kind of walking because there were so many people kind of coming up yeah. to me as well. And when you're wearing this bright yellow vest, like obviously people are kind of.
3: Fuck hell. Drawn You'd like to you, draw to I guess. Fuck off. I'm trying to <laughs> <catch somebody. laughs> I was quiet. I
1: was quite a bit more polite than that. Um, <laughs> well, but it's really weird. Like there was a, like it was I, there was a couple of people that I stopped for just to uh, kind of check on their condition as well and like i said there was loads of of the public members of the public helping out so it was like a case of just checking i think again i was updating just with location of casualties and then i was just trying to move on and and just carry on um and sort of by the time i was like pretty much in borough market there were there were sort of firearms units basically there and once they're there it's kind of a case of right they they're doing what they need to do and essentially like everyone uniform just needs to get out of the way as best as possible okay so um there was one guy who was quite badly injured or appeared quite badly injured um outside a pub in borough market so there was yeah there was somebody who is in the army and he was off duty and he was kind of we were all just doing first aid on on this guy and um i remember getting shouted at by a firearms officer because we weren't behind hard cover we were uh. basically behind a car uh. so which isn't great cover when people start getting shot and whatnot no. so so yeah it was um <laughs>
3: just, just sounds like a sorry to start just, just oh, sounds like a hell. video game doesn't it like it, yeah. it's like that's how it it's sounds. crazy
1: yeah, yeah it was just absolutely mental and like i say again even that with the benefit of hindsight i'm not the benefit of hindsight because i was at work so i had to do something but um yeah, it, it, in the cold hard light of day, if you stop and think about what you're doing, you are be like, I'm fucking out of here. But on i gone. That, I'm going to let this yeah. lot deal with yeah, it. Yeah, so um, I remember, I, I don't know how long after it was that I like, heard the first shots.
2: Oh, um, God.
1: And that was just surreal Is that as well. The first
2: time you'd heard, was that yeah. the first time you'd heard a gun?
1: Yeah, yeah. but you knew it, you knew, I knew what it was. Oh, God. Yeah. And that was <laughs> oh. a bit surreal because I didn't know... If it was the attackers, yeah. oh, I didn't know. Yeah. And again, it's it's this kind of thing where again, firearms have their own channel because yeah. they need to they need to talk to each other and they don't want to have be interfered with you know other crap. So no. um, I remember relaying that information on my on my channel, but it was like no one. It was it was weird. It was weird. And I think that was one of the first points where I was like, this is oh this is like really this is really real like this is mental. Um. <laughs> But yeah, just kind of had to count. And I think it was pretty much after the first few shots, it was like, right, <clears throat> we need to get the guy that we were yeah. with away from where we were because he basically, and we know this as police officers, like when that sort of situation's going on, no um, paramedics or ambulance crew are going to come in right, it's, yeah. it's not yeah. safe. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's just, it, you know, they're not going to come in no. and become casualties themselves, no, essentially. Yeah. So we knew we had to get him away. Um, so we just kind of <laughs> picked dragged him, him up him. and dragged him. Yeah. Oh, was, I think there was about three or four yeah. of us anyway. So it wasn't too bad to, and he survived anyway. I know who he oh, is now. But, um, yeah. We just kind of got him out of there and took him up towards London Bridge. Yeah. Um, and I remember as we were taking him up towards the bridge, that was when I saw my colleague and suddenly he just didn't look very well. So I was like, right. I'll, is that the colleague that we'll he left before? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And again, there was loads more people here now, but um, he, he was kind of with um, this CID officer, like I say, yeah. and I just went, yeah, I just sort of walked past I was like, he, he just didn't look, he, he didn't look well, basically. So we, we, like I say, we carried this this um, this casualty out, um, up towards London Bridge, up towards an ambulance. <laughs> that one's popular. <laughs> um <laughs>
3: happens every week oh <laughs> great. On,
1: yeah so we, we carried him up and then I was like right I need to go back to back to my colleague and by the time I got there there was like um a first responder paramedic yeah. who fair play to him very bravely was in the hot zone and was trying to look after people um and he like pretty much just grabbed hold of me and he's like you need you need to get him out of here like yeah he, he needs to go to the hospital now and I was like Okay, because oh, the only injury like I had seen on my colleague was like yeah. a, a cut to his head. I didn't know... Uh, uh, well,
4: didn't I guess I knew it had been caused by a
1: knife, but I didn't know what else was wrong with him, and he didn't say anything else was wrong. And I'd left him with a police officer, so I was like, you know, I thought he was all right. Uh, and that's not criticising the person that he was with either at all. You probably didn't I want know... to say
3: anything, did Well, you? I know, yeah,
1: he, di- he didn't say anything to, to him either. So... Yeah, he he just was like he was really groggy. I remember, and I was like trying to talk to him, and he just wasn't really. He was conscious, but he just wasn't really talking. Oh, I'd like, be what
3: shitting God. myself.
1: So it was really weird because I was just, like, I don't understand what's happened here. Like, I can see your head injury. Yeah, fine, but like, head injuries happen all the time, and like, I, it was it was mad. So again, it was a similar thing of like right, just get him on this completely makeshift stretcher thing that the paramedic had. And just um, carry him out. And again, that was really, it was one of those really, as weird as it is, there was like a really nice moment where two complete strangers, two members of the public, just come over and grab the other corners. Because okay. like Wayne, and I've given him loads of stick for this since. because thankfully, obviously, he's, couldn't all, carry he's, like, him, he's well okay. now. He weighed a
4: fucking ton. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I told him the first time I saw him, I was like, you need to lose some weight. But um, <laughs> but, but yeah, like, we, we had him on this, this stretcher. Had and he just, been stabbed? So he, it, he had loads of kind of slashes to his head. Um, he was lucky. He had one above his, his eye, which was the most obvious one because head injuries bleed a lot anyway. Yeah. So that was the most obvious one I saw. But again, I don't know this for sure, but he had um, a stab wound to his leg. Oh, God. And I'm, I'm assuming because that, I don't, to be fair to him as well, because of all the adrenaline, he yeah. might not have even necessarily realised that that, but that's what, you know, that was probably, in my opinion, the injury that was,
3: or probably didn't putting want him to in say a bad way, because he didn't want you to have to worry and sit there and.
1: I, d- I don't know. It's it was mad because he he you know, he didn't he he was not well for a long time after that. He was in hospital. He still <gasps> kind of suffers with his injuries really? now. Really? Yeah. He he yeah. He didn't. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Thankfully, think, thankfully I, he survived. That's the main I thing. I think yeah. when
3: you're face to face with that, that's a lot isn't it as well yeah yeah like
1: i say i i I imagine for him it was just the adrenaline of everything going on that it it probably don't get wrong it wouldn't have felt comfortable but it it wouldn't hurt as much ordinarily i guess yeah um but yeah again thankfully we we got him out of there and he basically got thrown in a police car and taken to hospital um and then like i I can't remember exactly at what stage there was more kind of shots fired um but yeah and then after that we were com- like, apart from just checking on casualties and kind of evacuating the area yeah. that was basically what I was doing till 3 in the morning um <gasps>
4: wow.
1: yeah so it was all it was all really strange like i, I it, it, the weirdest thing as well i remember at the start um was i was like, i was married at the time and I knew my, my wife would be, like, asleep in bed, so I just literally just texted really quickly, just saying, like, I'm all right. But I remember when I got my phone out, I thought it felt like hours had gone past. Yeah. And actually it had been, like, half an hour. Like, it was, it was so... That was, like, that blew my mind because it just felt like I hadn't looked at my phone all night. It felt like so much... Had, well, because so much had happened, it felt like hours and hours had passed. And like I say, I genuinely thought it was going to be, like, one in the morning, and it was, like, half ten.
4: God. So,
1: God. um i just sent a message yeah just saying i'm all right and then just kind of carried on for a while and there was a sergeant who a btp sergeant who had responded obviously after hearing our calls I he'd come from croydon and he was really good with me because um it's really weird like there were so many officers there and for a long time we thought there was still a suspect outstanding so everyone's a bit kind of on edge and it was all just weird um but we ended up in like this kind of I think it was like me and this skipper and about five or six other officers. A couple a couple who I, I knew I knew and worked with and the others I just sort of recognised. But um we ended up in like this weird sort of serial where yeah. you just grouped together and just like yeah, like I say, we were evacuating places and just and just generally trying to check on any casualties and and get them the help they needed as well yeah. because even when things started to settle down a little bit, they're still like this. They had to prioritise like who who needed ambulances and where they needed to yeah. get like you know um oh, the medical staff to. So it was just trying to assist with that really. But like I say, the skipper was really good because um I don't even know how we got talking, but he was just like oh, and he sort of just said oh where have, where have you come from? And I was just like, oh well you know it's here and <laughs> <laughs> this happened. He's like oh shit, are you are you okay? <laughs> And it was really weird because I I knew, I felt like I just needed to carry on. Like, I didn't yeah. want to. I didn't like. I didn't want to stop. I didn't want to yeah. go and just get yeah taken out. So I was like, Look, I'm I'm all right. Um, yeah. So he got me to call kind of call through to the control room just to give a like a first account over the over okay. the phone so they could take down what information I had. Um, but yeah, like he he was really good for the whole night. He just kind of it was he, he just got it so right and i've, I've spoken to him since like we're good friends now really because um he just got it right he didn't yeah. keep asking he wasn't pestering me he wasn't like overdoing it and i could but tell he was what,
3: checking in on you yeah
1: i could tell he knew i was all right enough that and you know i was all right being out there and i was and again there was one of my colleagues tim who kept checking in as well and was like you okay you okay um and, and like I was, like I had, a, I think again, hindsight, there was a lot going on in the back of my head, but like in terms of just doing my job, I was yeah. all right. And I wanted to carry on. Uh, and it was, it was literally only when I kind of got, we got stood down yeah, and I got taken out of that whole area. And that was when it all like, yeah, all, I guess all the adrenaline goes yeah. um, and it just hit me like
3: what what had happened
1: yeah like it was it was the i so i was in the back of a police car with um two officers of rank i have no idea who they are um or sorry who they were and i just remember as we we kind of come out of like the the outer cordon and there's just like loads of people on the streets like crying and that you just loads of people around and i was like the magnitude of it all just sort of it was like yeah it was like okay this is this is real and uh i got a little bit upset but i was like i I wanted to keep it together until i was at least somewhere where i I didn't have to go anywhere if that means like where i knew i could just sit and just get it out out. um and so we were taken back to um we had a btp office in in waterloo literally got there got there the same time as like the colleagues I'd, i'd just been with and uh and again, I remember that point team up to me when we was outside he's like, "You're right, it's like, nah, yeah. and it just like just pff, I just yeah, just broke down basically in the front yard um and got taken into like a little room and then just yeah, kind of got debriefed and stuff, yeah. and had a a trim officer, so that's like trauma management stuff,
3: yeah, right,
1: yeah, someone's come in and, and you're you're yeah.
3: only a year and a half in to mm. your yeah. job how old were you uh
1: 28
3: 29 God, so not it's I young have... still yeah oh young. thanks guys yeah. <laughs> well it is isn't Itch. it really to have to deal with something I guess. So, I don't and, know. and to like and to make the decisions that you made i mean like not you weren't being told what to do you made those decisions yourself so it's your your you're obviously quite a you know, your in- intuition is fairly, um, tuned in to know how to deal with situations. And yeah, you get trained, but mm. you know, you're, you wanted to go back in and make sure everybody was safe and secure. And, and I think you've got, um, I think there's not many people like that, are there really? Come on. In that sort of situation, you'd go, I just, like
1: it's, it's weird. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Like I, I, obviously I've spoken to it with people and you get some people that are like quite bullshit and be like, oh yeah, I would have done X, Y and Z. Yeah. And, it's like, and it's, it's like, I can't be bothered to argue <laughs> Everyone's allowed an opinion. It's like, okay. And yeah, I, I just don't know. I just, I, I, the, the only thing I look back on and I've always said is like, I'm glad I've done something because yeah. like
4: some it, would it would have been really, it would have
1: been really, no, but like <laughs> it would have been easy to freeze. And I, And in some ways I feel like, I'm glad we didn't know what we were walking yeah. into either because, yeah. again, if we had known... If we had heard on a radio 10 seconds before, OK, yeah, there's a marauding knife yeah. attack, then we wouldn't have gone running in quite as... Yeah. Blindly, but...
2: Wasn't it, though, that after you intercepted them, no-one else got killed?
1: Yes, that's yeah. correct. That See? Was, I remember Is that, that why you that... got the
2: medal? Or did you get the medal well, just because of everything? I think it was for everything.
1: But, yeah, yeah. No, I remember when um when like what was one of our chiefs martin fry told us that and that proper like that was a that was that, a that that got to me cause that's
3: incredible
1: yeah um obviously a lot of people it's so weird though because i'd like there's there's things that i could have done differently as well like um there's different kit i could have used i didn't have a taser at the time so that wasn't an option but like there's not much i would do differently because it's like okay look i know people got hurt still afterwards but it's. I'm just. I'm just glad I done something. I'm glad I didn't freeze. I'm glad I didn't no. run away. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm glad I done something. And whether or not I could have done anything else, or or, I don't know, not done something. I. I don't know how, if that would have made a long, good or a bad difference.
3: How long did it take from sort of that moment to cut? Did you go back to work or did you have time off to so recover? Yeah. This.
1: This kind of. Ties into a lot of stuff afterwards. So I, I, my mentality has always been like, you fall off your bike, you get back on it, and and, yeah. So I pretty, I got told straight away I was meant to be back in on Sunday night, and I got told straight away like, you're not, you're not coming in. <laughs> um, so because I, I mean, think, by the time I got home, it was probably about nine, ten o'clock in the morning anyway, because I had to be debriefed, I had to give a first account to CID, I had to have loads of my uniform seats yeah. because it was like covered God, in yeah. blood Oh God, um God. Or, so yeah like in the end i didn't and it, and that was a weird thing as well then it got to when i got back to like i had to i my my kit and my, my i'd driven in that night anyway so my car was at london bridge my like personal clothes were at london bridge like everything like that so i i guess i didn't have to but i wanted to go back there Like i didn't want to leave my car there and get left yeah. home because it just would have been one of those things that just bugged me yeah. so um yeah literally we went back probably at like seven in the morning and just because of like where our station is I had to go back through some of the crime scene oh god it was still a scene and it wasn't again I don't know I don't know if I'm right or wrong but seeing it in like daylight was quite good I think because in my head and I had this for so long until I saw like the CCTV which was after the inquest um I just had it... I, I pictured it all really dark. Yeah. It, yeah. it was night time, but I just pictured it being, like, badly lit. So I think going back in daylight and just almost getting that idea of, like, where things happened and what happened. And I'll around. I wasn't standing there for any amount of time gawping. It literally was just... I walked sort of back through some of it, um, back to where our station is, and that was it. Um but in terms of, yeah, staying off work, so I went back in briefly, I think, on the Monday. Uh, so it happened on a Saturday. I mm. went back in briefly on the Monday uh, to order, like, new uniform. And, again, I I sort of wanted to. I wanted to be around my teammates and stuff yeah. and just see yeah. people. Um, And, again, you know, my colleague Wayne was in hospital at that time. So while i was aware he was kind of stable he was still not in a very good way so i guess i just wanted to go in and, and get the latest on him as well um so yeah i went in ordered uniform i think i went in briefly again on tuesday as well but then my first day back was like a, a first on the thursday afterwards roughly i think um so do not have
2: long not at all. Then?
1: no no th- again God. I, I think would have benefit. I could have, don't get me wrong. Yeah. Like, my, my super... It's nothing to do with my super My super was brilliant. It was
3: your my, own feeling. It
1: was my own yeah. thing of, like, I, and I want to be in and, and I could have taken as much time off as I needed, but I felt like I wanted to go back and see yeah. the area and um, and just put on uniform again and, and see how it felt. Were you put in the same hub? Yeah, so I've stayed at London Bridge for another best part of a year. God. so i had i had um it's basically like there, yeah, that happened in june i was living in ashford in kent at the time so basically the joys of btp were, were kind of national so i was able to go and work um in ashford for three months so that yeah. was like september towards the end of the year and then i was back at london bridge just yeah full time until until i left for sunny stockwell um yeah like i said probably about a year after
3: and did you when you went back to london bridge was it did you, you know, sort of kind of relive those moments when you were in work, when you were on the job? If you um, had to walk past those kind of...
1: It was, it was okay. It was just like, I, I always... Like, the way I've told it is it felt like... It felt like I had a blank piece of paper in my head and every time, like, the first time I went back there, I was like, right, tick that off. almost write it down, tick it off. Uh, first time I went back there in uniform so right again ride down ticket off the first time I went back there at night time because again I still had this image of it being so dark yeah so I was a little bit like nervous about doing that and it was again it was probably a good thing I went back there and it's like okay no it's not dark it's 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 fine um even like the first time I actually went back to borough, I didn't go back to Borough Market for a long time yeah um so even that was a bit kind of weird going back there but still it's always like I just felt like I was ticking these things off and then the first time I had to deal with conflict again yeah
3: because
1: I genuinely I was, I was almost nervous about like am I gonna get into a conflict situation and just sort of yeah. freak out yeah um and I didn't it went all right and there was like I say it was just this I don't know when I stopped almost thinking in my head about oh you can tick that off now but yeah it was just like a, a list of just this continuation for a while of like ticking things off that I've done and yeah it's just over time, I guess I just stopped thinking about it like yeah. that, which is probably a good thing. But, but yeah, like I don't, I, I think with hindsight, I probably should have taken some more time off. Yeah. Um, because I, <laughs> I ended up going off on a bit of a bad spiral. But yeah, yeah. So what? But when? How
2: yeah. long after did it? Did things start to deteriorate?
1: I think it was probably quite immediate. Like I've again, I keep going. I always bang on about hindsight. Like I didn't know anything was wrong with me I thought I was okay there were things going on where I thought oh that's a bit odd but I didn't think I was I didn't think as well I didn't think I was anywhere near as bad as I was so like one thing in that the couple of weeks after I remember there was just one day where I, I felt all right at work and I was just getting on with stuff and then we went in for for like ref's break have food and whatnot I remember I was just sitting there and it had been a normal day, but I just started feeling really upset for no reason. No one had said anything. Nothing had happened. Um, I just started feeling really crap. Um, so I sort of finished what I was doing and I was just going back up to the right, back up to like our, um, our office. And one of the skippers come out and he obviously just saw on my face that I wasn't okay. You was like, right. Yeah. And he's just like, are you all right? And it was so strange because I literally, I cried for about six seconds and I was like, and that was it. And I felt okay, and he was like, "I thought he was always quite worried about me." But I, it was—it's like I couldn't even put a finger on why I was upset. Yeah, like yeah. nothing had happened, nothing had set it off, but I just got really sad. So there was a couple of times where things like that happened, but again, generally felt all right. Um, Though there's another time again. It's always food related. There was another time <laughs> where I was going for food, but I just felt—it was the first you time like where. So you I know do you
3: lot.
1: <laughs> I started like and again I didn't recognize it as like anxiety or anything like that but I just wasn't I couldn't eat I just felt I felt sick to even try and eat and I tried to have a little bit of food it's just like I just I just couldn't eat I felt so sick um so I guess that was kind of the really early stages of your body telling you something's yeah, not right, yeah, and not your, right. Your, your brain telling you something's not you, like you're not okay. But I just kind of, I just ignored it. I didn't, I didn't recognize it as anything that I knew, so I just <laughs> ignored it, which is stupid with hindsight. Again, but <laughs> that's that's what I done at the time. Yeah. Um, and
3: did you have Did you have some support when that? There
1: happened? was loads of support through work, yeah. like like. It, it was really easy, I think, for the job to kind of go right, like we need to keep yeah. an eye on this person just because of like my involvement. So they offered I went to sort of this um South London and Maudsley, it's like a proper mental health trust. I went there, had like a little assessment, nothing I wasn't lying when I was doing these assessments, but nothing flagged up as a concern. Really? Yeah. Like I say, we had this the trim thing, the trauma management i've done all that nothing was flagging up as like but
3: then it might not have been that that moment
1: that that's that's exactly it i know and again i know that now in that in that whatever it might have been whatever in that moment i was all right and what i was writing was the truth and and that was fine so nothing flagged up if we had done that when i was feeling (laughs) crap and when i was sitting there feeling sick and not being able to eat someone would have been like oh that's there's something
3: not right yeah
1: yeah so that was kind of the case for a little while um and then i don't know how long after it was that it just started to take a massive effect on my home life and i just like say i was married got a little boy who was what one and one and a bit at the time yeah and like i i started to realize that my a lot of my anxiety was about being at home right um so i just was making excuses like i'm I would happily try and pick up a job towards the end of the shift so that I would be off late and not be able to get home because I lived in Ashford. So like last train's half 11. Um, Like my partner at the time, again, knew I wasn't all right, but yeah. couldn't. It's it's one of those things like, with mental health, like when you need to figure out yourself, you, you, like, there's no, no one can tell you you need a counsellor. No one can tell you, you need to do this. Like you yeah. have to just get there yourself and, how that happens, I don't know, but you need to recognise those things yourself. So, yeah, I was just kind of... Did you not want to be
3: at home because of what had happened and you wanted to be out saving okay, lives well, and The way the I look at safe. it now,
1: and again, this is that hindsight thing again, is, and I've always said, when, when you put on a uniform, when yeah. I put on my uniform work, a lot of what I'm doing is acting. Like, if I'm going yeah. to break yeah. up a fight... I'm still only me i'm just yeah. me in a uniform and so yes people will react and listen to you more because you're wearing this uniform but it's all an act like if you're standing there having a massive punch-up with someone i've got to think pretend i'm i'm macho enough that i can deal with this and <laughs> thankfully normally it works yeah but um it's an act yeah and i think what kind of kept me staying at work was the fact i could go in and put on this act yeah of oh yeah i'm in uniform i'm okay and it's fine I think what it was is that when I was going home, that's Couldn't that's not know. an act. It's just that, like, yeah. just madness, almost, like...
3: And you've got a little one, so it's, like... Yeah. It's not always going to be... The focus is not always going to be on, on you no, and, your your and your trauma and what you are going
1: through. So that was kind of why, like I say, I was able... It was We agreed that I'll try and work nearer to home because I thought maybe that would just make a difference and... and i don't know fix me it was it was like a, just a switch or something a change in my head and i started to slowly realize that like okay something's not right but i i still just thought ah oh, it's, it's yeah it's fine like it'll, it'll it'll i just kind of thought as well oh you just need to get used to this is how you feel and this what's is how happened you are. yeah yeah so <laughs> yeah basically then just got worse and i basically started having an affair which was the most poisonous thing ever anyway. Oh I Leon. I know. I know it's like God. it's Was it someone yeah. you work with? Yeah. Uh, oh. yeah, technically. Um and that just made things worse. And like I told my wife that like I've got feelings for somebody else. I don't think I s I don't think I told her. I didn't tell her at the time, like there was anything physical but I And then like and then even from that, I just completely carried on unravelling my life. So I was like, I feel so, so I feel really bad for like, it's, it's ended now. And I think we're fairly amicable, but I do feel really bad for yeah. how I treated her. Cause it was just like, all she wanted to do was help me. And I just dragged her through like shit the whole time. So I feel terrible for that. But um, yeah, like I think she was the one who was like, well, what do you want to do then? Do you want to sell the house? And I was like, yeah. And I remember, with hindsight, and I had this discussion with someone every day. like, I didn't think our house would sell that quickly, but I think it sold within about a week.
4: Oh, my like, God. it was mad.
1: And it was, you know, for <laughs> a profit as well. Like, it just sold so quickly. You had to quickly. run with it.
3: You had to just and, go with it. And the exactly, decision. and I
1: had, I had started this thing, and yeah. it's like, I, d- I don't know, I don't know if if I'd got help sooner or, or done things differently. Like, I'm not saying that we would still be together. Cause no. I'd, I'd Like, I don't know, like, yeah, I don't know what was going on in my head, but yeah, I just um yeah I, st- I still remember when we were like packing up the house, I was like just in floods of tears, I hated it, but even then, I didn't go, you shouldn't be this if this is if this is what you want to do, you shouldn't be this upset yeah. about it, but i just I just was like, just carried on, just carried on, um, I knew. Cause she, my, my my ex is Welsh, so I knew. I mean, I'm sure she was pretty honest about it, she's going to go back to Wales with she's my a little She's a good old wife. Welsh girl. Exactly. Like me. Um, and you know, and I completely understand that, cause that's where her friendship circle is and her family. Yeah. So again, I was. It wasn't. There was no secret there. to that's what was going to happen. But I just was like, okay. And Didn't
3: say
1: yeah. anything. Yeah, and I, like I said, I don't, I don't, I don't know. What if I'd done things differently? I'm not saying that it would have meant we'd still be together because I don't. I don't know. How long? Cause... How
3: long had you been married for?
1: Um, oh, two years.
3: So it was still quite new then, wasn't it? Yeah. When? Yeah. when Like when are everything, when the catalogue of sort of yeah. events happened it was still fairly, you know you'd got a new job or so you'd got into the police force you yeah, got married exactly. you've got, got a, a little child, baby got a house and yeah. then this situation occurred yeah. it and all, everything
1: what, had all happened within the space God, that's like that's a space of like two three it years. A lot. Yeah, it all happened like in the same time so, so actually again
3: human brain and body to com- to sort of try and process that yeah. is an awful lot
1: I think yeah. my, like when I when I was in therapy my therapist kind of said that and it's like I went away from the depression of like depression and anxiety around what happened at London Bridge to then depression about my marriage as yeah. well. Yeah. Oh. And so it was just I wasn't doing myself any favors is kind of the <laughs> the simple way of looking at it but it was just
2: Were you having therapy when you went through the breakup or did you not go to that till later? Yeah.
1: Well, so my first counselor started pretty much when i started working near ashford and like i mean i don't imagine she'd ever hear this but she was shit like she was really yeah crap she just gave me nothing Like yeah, yeah. i would talk and i think i said this on pip's podcast like i would i would talk and I'm, i was really open i told her everything and everything i needed to say and then she would just like nod
4: mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. i hate that
1: and it's that wait, <laughs> she's waiting for me to like fill the pause. But it's like yeah. I've, I've told you, I've said it, like, you need it? to say something. Yeah, you need to say something back. So that wasn't great. Uh, then I had another counsellor. I can't remember how long in between there would have been. And she was a lot better. And she listened and gave a bit back and was good. And that helped me. And then it was when I went into therapy, uh, which would have been... That pretty much started, like, a year after the attack. It wasn't long after the anniversary. And that was, like... That was a huge turning point for me, just in terms of, like, knowing... It just... It just... That was... Yeah, that that was, like... That's what I look at as the point where I stopped kind of... On this downward spiral, and I stopped almost even stagnating, and I started to build a life again. I started to put things back together.
3: did you... So, you said you had an affair. Did you continue the affair... When you told your wife and you'd sold the house no, or did you stop it,
1: it? It carried on for a little while after the house was sold and technically she had gone back to Wales. But it was like, and it's not putting blame on the other person and such, but it was like the most poisonous thing ever and okay. it just made me worse. Okay. So it would, have, it would have been carried on off and on till, I don't know. I don't know, whenever, whenever it stopped and that was when... I guess that would have been just before I started therapy, actually. I was like, right, I'm not going to lie. So I just told, you know, I was still married at that time, so I was like, I'm going to tell her. Yeah. Everything's out in the open, no more secrets. And I think that's probably one thing that helped me as well, is that I had this thing, in. like, still built up inside me anyway. Um, I'm not going to say, that it's not that I told her and suddenly I felt perfect, like I was still <laughs> in a pretty shit place. But <laughs> but um, it definitely helped, and it just, like, yeah, I... I felt better for getting it out, and okay. yeah, yeah.
3: Wow, and then how long did you ha- did you have therapy for then?
1: Oh, good question. I can't really remember. It must have been a f- few months. Yeah. Um, God, not long then. T- no. No, but it's so I had I had um cognitive behavioral yeah, therapy. Yeah, behavioral therapy. You. Yeah. And the thing that is quite beneficial from that is like it, That's I got taught bang. a lot, and yeah. it's like you can take that stuff away. Yeah, totally. And you, it's like continuing it. So I yeah. don't, I still look back at my notes. Like um, this is the one thing she said, like you need to keep on top of your mental health now. And it's so true. Like I have to treat my mental health like I do my physical health. I yeah. have to yeah. read my notes. And like at the start of the first lockdown, I was really slacking on that. And I went down a massive spiral and it was purely because I hadn't been doing the right things. So yeah. when I'd spoken to somebody who then reminded me of that, literally it was like in an instant, I was like, Okay, yeah, I'm alright. It was it was like overnight I went back to back on the like right track. But yeah. it was scary. It was scary how quickly and easily I like went off again to be brutally mm. honest. Not not bad like, but drinking on my own again and just feeling stressed and anxiety. Yeah. Um, I rang you actually didn't I? You did, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was no it was, <laughs> was like that what, was that what sent you down the spiral? It was yes, it was yeah. like just before my birthday, like there was a point where I'd pretty much convinced myself I had COVID and that I couldn't yeah, breathe. Yeah, you were really ill, were And I had you? my little boy with me. And I was... Yeah. And like, I haven't been br- that open, but I genuinely had convinced myself my little boy was going to find me dead. Um, like, it was... Leo, did you have horrible. it? No. You uh, did have it. No, not then. You did have it. No, not then I didn't. But well, you just... How no, did you know? Because I... Because the second I... Had it. Realised in my head of, you're being an idiot. And it was more... It wasn't at night. It was the next day. I was like, that was fucking stupid. Like but did. you
2: could have had it, but just had it for a little, really I th- no, little I amount think, of time. No, I
1: think, I mean, go, we're going on another topic now. I think I probably have had it, but I don't think it was, it definitely wasn't then. That was, that was not when I had COVID. But or, you weren't really sick. Not then, though. You're thinking of another time. Oh, you're okay. mixing up all the stories and you're ruining <laughs> this wonderful conversation.
3: But I guess your anxiety <laughs> had gone through the roof. You felt stressed and yeah. maybe ill and a bit, you know, down. It
1: wasn't i wasn't ill honestly oh, you weren't it was, oh, so you'd really? actually made it was,
3: yourself Ill. it was
1: like because i've got asthma anyway yeah which is very very under control like it is. i haven't had an asthma attack in donkey's years like since i was a kid um but yeah i just i don't know got I yourself convinced in a pickle myself. and I did and i, li- I pretty much oh. had a panic attack yeah um the night before which again so then i was like well i can't breathe and it's like yeah it's because you're giving yourself a panic attack right um <laughs> it was it was stu- <laughs> it's not stupid it was a serious thing stupid. and it's really sad that i felt that crap but um yeah it, but it does but it, was does, but it does
3: really yeah. highlight how our mental state affects our physical as well it's yeah, like yeah, yeah you, it, whatever goes on inside your head and the environment that we live in and put ourselves in it affects mm. us physically I and mean, it's not you know it's it's like a what's what they call it This the balance isn't it the balance yeah. of What's in there to to what's going on, and it's really yeah. it is really important to be aware of what we're up against. Very much, yeah. and you
2: you got into running, didn't you? Oh yeah. You run the marathon. Well,
1: <laughs> again, yeah. So that was twice. one of the things. Oh, oh bloody now, hell! But, hey, let's not show up. But uh, no, it's a so, big so thing. seven and hours. Run, you've got
3: a cape, and you've got, and you've got this <laughs> medal, basically. The reason.
1: <laughs> You are a superhero. <laughs> no, no. The re the un- the re the main. Well, I'd always wanted to run the marathon. That is like a bucket list thing, and um, I I had my kind of you know five minutes of media attention. Cause oh of, yeah, like, did you get in things. with all the
2: celebrities? Oh, that's not
1: relevant. <laughs> so anyway, so I'd had to, because he I had some attention. I thought right, I want to run it for a mental health charity because. Going back to like that initial aftermath of London Bridge, I would be doing my little automatic telling my story. And then honestly, I can't even tell you how many times the conversation, and even not at work, when I was telling people like my friends, the amount of times it would finish, Mm. or I'd finish what I'm saying, and they would say, oh, I had this thing. It's nothing like what you went through, but I had this thing. I hate that. And it was like, no, but it really hit home how everyone's got their own stuff as well. And just because it's not a terror attack, it might be your your cat dying. But if that's a really traumatic thing to you, then that's yeah. going to affect you. And that's going to that's gonna leave a mark on you. Yeah. And so that was kind of, yeah, speaking to people at work, especially, and some of the wonderful things we see and deal with, it was like, oh, right, like, oh, we're all a bit fucked up here. So yeah. killing a squirrel didn't of...
3: make you feel like that then, <sighs> did it?
1: Fucking! Why have you got to remind me? I feel vulnerable <laughs> now, and you reminded me of the squirrel. For God's sake! We're
3: oh, gonna have I the gave... squirrel as- association. We're gonna. They're I gave him a good
1: send-off, honest. Did you? No. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I drove away crying. Aww. But um, <laughs> but yeah, it was. And so that was kind of why I, like, I wrote to the marathon organisers and said like, oh, "Can I? Can I black a spot essentially?" Um, to raise money, and so yeah.
2: And how much did you raise?
1: So <laughs> last year I raised like ten grand for, <sighs> for PTSD nine nine nine, and then this year, we, this year was proper. I really, don't know if I sponsored you this year. You haven't. I know you haven't. <gasps> told me every day. It's all right. It's all right. Know <laughs> where my friends are. Exactly. But, um, but yeah, this year it was kind of really last minute, and uh, it was whilst I was away with my missus in Guernsey. And, um, yeah, I got like an e. I just had an email pop up about, oh, there's still charity spaces available for the virtual London Marathon, obviously, this year, because they yeah. couldn't put it on, pop- yeah. it, thanks to good old Rona. So, I just thought, oh, sod it, I might as well do it again. So, it was only three weeks before. Um, yeah, so that was for... How much for did my, you raise? My Black Dog and PTSD 999. This year, only about 1,300 quid, I think, but... That's it's not Amy, bad after three Amy weeks, I was quite... Jamie
3: hasn't sponsored you, that's I know, wow. right?
1: Oh, up. She'll get that to two grand easy, won't you? So, what's Ooh, the Queen like? Small. <laughs> smaller than you, probably. Just. Wait, how
2: did you feel when they told you you were going to get a medal? Could you believe it?
1: That was really surreal, purely because, like, a lot of the attention had been about, like, Wayne and Charlie. Obviously, Wayne, because he'd been injured. Um, Are they, they better looking, looking me, at you? Yeah. Hell no. <laughs>
3: Well, I'm I'm picturing Wayne fairly large dragon.
1: No, box, no swim, right, swim, he's swim not. Swim. He's not that. He's, he's not that big. Poor Wayne. I've got to stick up for him. He is a very fit, he, a fit and able police officer. So he, in fact, he's just done his fitness test as well. So he's 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 all right. Good. But at that. Uh, although he's, pro- he's probably lost weight now, to be fair, on oh. my advice.
3: After all your insults, um, yeah, exactly. Eh? After all your insults, it's not an insult I'm surprised. Past, I'm surprised your asthma <laughs> didn't give way.
1: Exactly, right? But uh, so I can't even remember what I say now. Oh my Queen. God. Oh, when
2: you found oh, out.
1: So when we, yeah. So for me, it was a complete shock because, like, again, people at work knew my involvement and um, my friends. But like outside of that, I don't. I guess people didn't, and I, and that's fine. So it was a really big shock to suddenly get this letter in the post. And I remember I was literally leaving to go to work and just sort of saw it. And I was like, that's been weird. So I was like, oh, what the f-? So I just opened it and it's this like, yeah, proper official, I think it said like Leon McLeod Esquire or something. Like that. And I was like, what the <gasps> fuck? So, so I was like, oh, ended up being late for work. I was like, this is mental. And obviously it says like, you can't, tell anyone about it because they re- they announce it properly um did you tell I you think,
3: did, i bet you told people though didn't you secretly i
1: literally took a picture i was like <laughs> what is this <laughs> it was it was mad. it's crazy like it was, honestly it was so expected, i had no idea anything like that was even being suggested so yeah it was it was just crazy but then like on the day it was really nice to take my family like to have my mum and my dad and my sister and even to a certain extent, like, my my now ex-wife, she came along. Like, my little boy couldn't come during the, like, ceremony bit because he would have been sat there for, like, an hour and he would have been a nightmare. <laughs> but it was nice that he could come afterwards and just, like, be a part of it. And, yeah, like, he's been to Buckingham Palace, so... Oh,
3: what's it like?
1: It's posh. No, mm. Yeah, it's really... It's, like, very formal, obviously. And it was, like it was to be brutally honest well it was so good to be able to like myself obviously i knew wayne before anyway but like me wayne and charlie are really good mates now obviously because of what we've been through and it was so nice to get to be there with them as well and do it together yeah um that was that was really special have they done podcasts as well
3: or is it just you
1: Wayne, no, Charlie's... See, you're right, me and Charlie joke about this. Seeker. No, no, Charlie's, Charlie is, like, getting on it now. Because I, I, lo- I love podcasts. I think they're the best way to talk about stuff, have conversations, tell stories. Like I've always had podcasts, and I've learned a lot um, about everything from them. Not so much yours. Sorry, guys. Why well, don't you tell the but... story
2: about how you got onto Scroobius Pip's podcast? Why?
1: You... <laughs> well, it was only... So, I, I've got a tattoo... Um, which was like I wanted to get a ta- a, like a tribute tattoo um, about like London Bridge and yeah so there's a Scroobius Pip lyric on it and then again unbeknownst to me someone I work with who didn't tell me at the time and it's, I didn't even know who it was at the time um, sent him a message just telling him about my story and like my tattoo and then again on my way to work just come up on Instagram like Scroobius Pip is following you I was like oh, was it requested <laughs> to follow you I was like what um and then <laughs> it was really weird I was like I don't want to open this because it's strange then I got a message from me I was like what is going on um yeah and then we kind of got talking from that and then met at a club night and whatnot and then yeah it was kind of from there I think I think someone probably just mentioned to have me on i can't remember on twitter or something and and he actually did but that was really fucking mental to me because like i listened to that podcast like since it started um never in a million years would have thought i'd end up on it and never in a million years would have thought i'd end up on it like with something interesting to talk about so it's crazy isn't it that was a massive like what the fuck am i doing it and that was like the first media-y type thing yeah. I'd ever done as well which just made it even more like berserk to me whereas now I've done loads of stuff like for the marathon and whatnot last year so and yeah. you might
2: be on a Channel 4 programme oh.
1: What?
2: <gasps> am I allowed to talk about that
1: not really no, no. It's, it's not, not happened Channel yet but <laughs> <laughs> that <laughs> might fuck that up, might Amy. not happen
3: shut the fuck me.
1: <laughs> yeah ruined it ruined it absolute <laughs> shit
3: confidentiality out the window <laughs> tell me sorry
1: you're not you're
3: <laughs> not oh well wow. thanks for uh thanks, yeah. coming and sharing thanks for having me
1: <laughs> mum and mama
3: <laughs> was that well, yeah well you know which one that i do
1: yeah oh, of course i I mean it's, it's,
3: it's obvious
1: isn't it. it it's obvious exactly. isn't it exactly. i think you
2: handled yourself very well yeah thanks you didn't, didn't. say anything you're oh, supposed
3: to say
1: i swore too no. much. And the one thing we've is I've I've listened lot. to the, no. I've listened to you guys with like Elijah in the car when we've been <gasps> going back and forth with his mum. And some of the swear the amount of times I'm like, Oh my god, no. No. And now I'm, at, I'm now I've I'm just to as bad.
3: apologize to quite a few of our friends' children that a lot of them say, Oh I love your podcast. My daughter says that you call everybody a cunt <laughs> so, yeah.
2: Hi everybody.
1: Oh dear. <laughs> Again, it's, well, it's what is.
2: Thank you for being a real life hero. Yeah. And on this day where we remember heroes, it's nice that you came yeah. and told us about why you're a hero.
1: I don't like it when you're nice. It's not. <laughs> don't do you, what, it's do you un- know what? Do you know what we're gonna,
3: we're gonna do? We're gonna, you know, that face-up thing. We're gonna get yes. Superman. Who's your favourite superhero?
1: SpongeBob. No. Uh, oh, superhero. that's I Amy. Please.
3: Sp- We've got a lot in common. That's why we're friends. Oh. <laughs> we're gonna I'm just alternate. a lot nicer we're going to change like Superman or Batman I'm going to put your face
1: I on know. it Yeah. oh god don't you worry. don't have Fire to man. I'm not, I'm normal and I'm just me and I think that's good and, I'm well, it. and I I maybe to, one day I,
3: I, in... I think to everybody else you're probably something very oh, very different know. and I do maybe think that's great time, to recognise that I do I think, think that's is. really good to recognise that and say that because not everybody would would do what you did and it's incredible no No, I wouldn't it is and you should recognize that you should
2: accept the fact that actually for one day in your life you did actually do something really nice you did something right (laughs) I
1: genuinely think like no I I just think it's because I still do my job and I'm still me I think when I'm older and grey then I might look back and think okay that's pretty crazy but like at the moment i just
3: but your son will be so proud of you as god well yeah. when, he, when he gets oh, to the age it. where you he
1: it will you're just trying to make me cry no, no he he what cry, you're cry. To
3: do? but he <laughs> will think you know he will he will think god that the like my dad did that that was because it's a part of our history it's a part of history now yeah it's something yeah. that you know like people remember <laughs> so it's it's something that he will look back and say, "Well, wow, my dad, that was my dad. That's that my dad. Cool. That's fucking in. cool. <laughs> like, you know, thank you, Leon. Thanks, on, Leon. <laughs>
1: You're really trying. Like, but people listening, but she's like looking at me. I know
3: I can see her.
1: She's, trying, it's to she's trying to think of something funny to say.
2: I'm gonna get a thing to stick in him in a minute to make it That sounds um, wrong well again, but thank you. <laughs> Oh, thank you very much for listening thank to you. our podcast. Thanks. Yeah. Have a lovely Sunday. We're not doing intros and outros because we're just doing this so then we can get it out. Yeah. But make sure you subscribe and yeah. share this episode. Definitely Because it's important that song. everyone knows how wonderful Leon is. Yeah. I want a Christmas Stop present it. this year. This is why. I want one as Sp- well. Sponsor me. Sponsor <laughs> yeah. me
1: and then you can have a Christmas present. <laughs> yeah, <right>. Christmas <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah, and everyone, yeah. sponsor him. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> we'll tag you in all the whatever's.
1: Media
2: yes. bit work. Yeah. Okay, thank you. Oh, thank all right, well, oh, lots of love. Have a lovely Good. Sunday. Bye. Bye. Bye.
0: Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus,